It's bad. Anime. Hello, everybody. My name is John. And my name is Rob. And what do we... What do I say now? I forget. Um, I think this is where you point out the title of the show is Bad Anime. And then we... And then we, in unison, say, is this anime bad? Is that how it goes? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I completely forgot. It's been a while. It's been a did minute. You, um, did, did you blank on the bit? Really? I did. <laughs> I completely blanked on it. Um, and Fuck this it. is Bad Anime, the show where we decide, is, is this, this anime, anime bad? bad? I was just about to say bail on it, but you came back around and saved nah, it, so good on you. You gotta do it every time. If I don't do it, it's either we gotta do it, or the second we're done with our personal name intros, somebody's gotta say something very flamboyant. <laughs> <laughs> that has been the, the unintentional pattern so far. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of the two, but now we have a third. It's just me completely flaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to have variety. You know, we're going to keep yeah, it going. Right. Who knows? Variety. The shows we watch are all different. The intros are all different. The outros are the same, but yeah, sure, you yeah, know, sure, sure. everything else is different. But uh, anyways, yes, uh, today uh, we're talking about a, a very special uh, episode, I guess, uh, a, a prologue you, of you a can new call anime this, coming you out. Can, you could call this an ONA, which... um. This now stands for Original Net Animation. Ah, okay. Contrasted video. So it's become the more popular term, obviously, as the internet has taken over in recent years. And um, and and what is it exactly, Rob? What's the full name for us? Well, today we have a um, uh, I guess let me give it the full title because the full title would be Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury Prologue. And so what this is is after. I think eight years, if I'm not mistaken. I think, yeah, 2014 was probably the last time we got a full Gundam television series. Um, mm. For the first time, we, we got a new Gundam series coming out. And at the time of recording, it's I think been it's been that a, long, really. Yeah, Iron Blood and or- Iron Blooded Orphans was the last Gundam series. Um, <laughs> wow. It's really critically, critically acclaimed. I haven't watched it yet. Really? Because, yeah, mm. because I'm working. Okay, so quick note for all the people who don't know shit about Gundam. And if you know uh-huh. Gundam, Open your water, energy drink, soda, beer, whatever's in your hand, and just chug during it. So I will. If you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, so what this is, um, this is the this is the most recent non-Universal Century property, meaning mm-hmm. it takes place out of the original Gundam continu- continuity because Gundam has a bunch of standalone series that just take the core premise and run with it. Uh-huh. Sure. So this is uh, one of the, this is the first time we're actually having a full TV, non-Universal Century TV series in eight years. And in, wow. the, in, 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 in the intervening time, Gundam stuff has come out, but it's been a bunch of OVAs and stuff set in the Universal Century, set like mm. back in the original series, continuity. But anyway, so we got brand new Gundam for the first time in so long. And at the, time, at the time of recording, I think, um, I think they're, about, they're about to be three episodes in, and I was waiting until then so I could bang them all out in one shot, sit down, mm-hmm. sit down for that glorious hour and just enjoy all the Gundam I can. Absolutely. But, but anyway, I was just so intrigued by what their strategy was here that I had to talk about it with you. Yeah. So what they decided to do, I believe it was towards the end of the summer season. They just said, hey, we're airing a special prologue episode. And I'm like, okay. Okay. So Interesting. Yeah, actually, actually, this did air on TV, so I guess you can't technically call it an ONA. So it's just kind of like the first episode that's takes place months before the um that they released months before the series and mm-hmm. 
I guess because it's a prologue, you really don't need to watch it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess you could call it a Gundam pilot. It is a. <laughs> you can. You can. That was clever. I, I have no. Um, I have nothing to add to that. That was just kind of clever. Good job. I'm going to I'm going to chug the rest of this beer and then move on to my next one in a minute. But yeah, thank you. We, and here and here we got a prologue and I didn't know what yeah. they're going to do with this. Um, yeah, I guess like when I first saw this also, you know, Rob, you, you know, you know a lot about the uh, can I say, you know, more times, you know, uh, but you mm. you know a lot about the Gundam franchise and you've watched it for quite a while. Uh, I mm. have barely seen any Gundam. I, I'll say if I have seen some, I don't remember it one bit. Uh, it was probably and, and on most, Toonami. I was about to say you probably saw an episode or two of Wing on Toonami like every other I'm person. I'm sure I did like Gundam yeah. Wing. Exactly. Anybody in our age group knows that you've definitely seen at least an episode or two of Gundam Wing. But, like, you know, I don't really remember anything about that. I just remember the robots yeah. and cool and guns and swords and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's all I really remember about Gundam. So when you brought this up, like, you're very knowledgeable about this. So I, I went in pretty cold. So I, I've mm -hmm. never really watched an entire Gundam series or a movie. So this was pretty new to me. Right. And coming in on a prologue episode was, I think, a really good decision because this oh, was totally. like an episode zero for totally. the series which is exciting because then I, I get a little understanding of the plot and like what it's about and, and the world it, we're building right in the world building and what, what was nice for me at least is that i don't know if any every gundam series is like this you know because they all maybe take place at different times or places and whatnot mm -hmm. and you said some are kind of not canon even or something yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh with this one they really spelled everything out for me nicely like i didn't really have to think too hard about right oh like okay so i man i haven't seen like all what however many seasons of gundam there have been or how many iterations of gundam there have been yeah. but i didn't feel like i needed to which no, was that's, really that's the whole point i'm this. trying to build here because like a lot of the there's a lot of gundam series that are standalone so mm -hmm. for example g wing seed all these gundams they're individual self-contained stories mm-hmm they just happen to all involve giant robots that look similar. That's the right. only connect. That's the only connective tissue. It's it's like it's like different seasons of Power Rangers. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. So, so exactly. that's the, exactly the thing we're we're going for here. That's the exact. Right. Type it's of like mentality. You, you get the general idea, but the specifics can be elaborated on. And they change right? and they change from season to season. So yes. that's how that's how half of Gundam works. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot of seasons like that. And this, like I said, this is the first time they've had this kind of show, like its own standalone thing, in eight years. So naturally, I'm super yeah. pumped about it because mm -hmm. I've been a casual Gundam fan most of my life. But as my Weedom exploded, I really charged back into Gundam and, and realized how much I loved it because everyone's perception of Gundam in the U.S. is kind of, I want to say to some degree, ill-informed mm -hmm. because, you know, everyone assumes that it's always lighthearted children's fair. And there's definitely some seasons that do that. But there are some seasons that really, really don't. Uh, and it looks like with this, we're getting a season that kind of isn't going to do that. Because we went pretty hard with the drama right away. Because when yeah. I heard prologue, I didn't know what they were going to try to do here. I don't know if they were trying to give us like a history lesson or try to lay the building blocks of this world. It's like, no, they went pretty character heavy. And they did. They did. I thought it was a good... I mean, there was a good uh, combination of... It, it really did feel like the first episode of any anime, you know? It, exactly. it felt like, okay, here are the characters. Here are their distinct traits. 
Um, here's what the world is like. Here's, I guess, maybe even the main conflict we got a glimpse of as well. Yeah. I mean, not, yeah. not didn't dive into too many details, but it gave us like an idea or like a semblance of an idea of what we will experience as a conflict. Yeah. And then it also kind of, we, we had, you know, people died. <laughs> a had, lot of people died and, like, we, had some, and we had some really cool looking Gundam fights here. There were, oh man, the animation was stellar in this one, I, I must say. And this um, is my point. We talked about yeah. this a little bit in the past, that CGI in anime can look fucking good when it can done right. And this mm -hmm. is a prime example. It's like, wow, this just looks cool. It looks incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, I think kind of coming in when I did at, at this stage of Gundam is mm. uh, a bit... Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel a bit uh, privileged in a way because I came in yeah. at a time where like all of the animation, I'm sure the animation has historically been incredible as well, but it coming into yeah, like very season to Gundam. Season. Right. Okay. Well, coming into Gundam in a modern setting is probably completely different and experiencing yeah, like, holy shit, like they can do whatever they want now. And it looks exactly. incredible. Yeah. yeah they they, they don't so have those shackles. Here. They don't have those shackles. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, of course, uh, right away, we already talked about the art stylings and just, like, how everything looked so crisp, so clean, and so nice. Right. Um, this is very modern in a lot of ways because also the way they handle drama, I will say, remember, I made a point a while ago, mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. love how this point gets keeps getting proven right, where that um, pretty much all mech changed after Evangelion came out because... We got heavy end of Ava vibes here in a few scenes, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna hate on it for it. I mean, no, no, exactly. It's like it's it'd be me complaining about my favorite thing being put on top of another thing I enjoy. So right, but anyway, let's. I guess let's just get into the story here a little bit. Yes, because let's get because into the where, story. Because where we get because where we start off is essentially a sync test, like an Ava uh, straight up Ava style like exactly. sync test. Yep. So I was mm -hmm. immediately thrust into that familiar Ava vibe, and the um, one of our leads in this, and it's Ella. What is it, Eleanor? No, I, oh, I keep saying it's um, it's weird. It's a weird name. So the, I guess the mother, the main yes. character uh, so far, the one we first start out with is Elnora. Elnora, El, okay, because Elnora, it's like the Nora in Spanish. Elnora. Well, here's the thing. Her name's Elnora. But I keep wanting to say Elador because he was a character in a different Gundam. So, oh yeah. So we yeah, have it must a, be tough for them. They're probably running out of character names, to be honest. They're running out. <laughs> they're running out. They had. They are Damn. running out. But anyway, so we have we have Elnora, and she's basically she keeps trying to break more and more levels in like because that's how mm -hmm. like where in Ava it was percentages like how how your sync rate is. This right. you have different sync levels, and she's just stuck on thirty three. So. Right. She's straining herself, trying to get there. Then she eventually exits the exits the. I don't think they explicitly called it a Gundam at the time, or they might have. Mm -hmm. um, they implied it through a few different ways. I don't so, even think they ever said the word Gundam in the whole. Prologue. I don't think it came up. No, which is which is what did. they they they're very smart about that sometimes. And other seasons mm -hmm. have done this as well. But um, so she gets out of it, and this is one of those classic bits of like Gundam. I guess I could say maybe iconography is the right word. I'm not sure. You, you, you notice how everyone was like f floating around in zero G. Like when people like where there's like kind of like, you know, they're in space. So everyone's just floating right, around. Yeah. Th that's that's classic Gundam like imagery where like mm, scientists okay. are floating around working on the giant robot. It's it was so uh, I, yes. I loved seeing that. I really so enjoyed El that, too. I so Elnora comes out. She's like a little distraught. And then Eric, her daughter is there. She just kind of and she's a four year old child. So she's like fumbling in zero G. 
And Eleanor was like, yeah, what? it's you pretty stuck funny. out again. It yeah. was super wholesome. And the entire Very staff wholesome. and the entire staff's like, oh, hey, you know, clearly she's the kid who keeps escaping, but everyone loves her to death. It, yeah, it really had like, she's like a really, good kid, like a good genuine kid. And it's her it birthday, a, it, too, that day. Yeah, it's her birthday that day. And there's a very strong familial aspect to it. Yep. And it's there was and it's super cool. And then, of course, classic juxtaposition here because you get that really lighthearted scene. And then you learn some of the darker shit going on underneath the surface here because. Yeah. There is a lot of uh, politics that they delve into in this one as well. With like, I, I, I kind of don't really recall what the um, I can, what I can the conflict I, was. I could bring it up real quick here because what Definitely happens do. is, and Elnora is one of these people because what they invented was like I think it was the gunned format or the gunned project. I forgot what the exact oh yes. terminology mm-hmm. is, but basically, what it is is um this one uh, doctor and. A big a big theme in Gundam through most of the iterations are like people who live in space versus people who live back on Earth. Sure. So, um, so people in space apparently suffer from ailments. Right. And right, because so, if you stay in space for a long time, your body changes and exactly. gives diseases and stuff so, like that. Yes. So they invented this. like this gun project to basically because when people's body parts started failing, they basically build new body parts. Right. And it's a very advanced technology. But here's the crazy thing here. The from what I could gather, the project wasn't getting funded well. Or like they didn't want the government the Earth government didn't want to grant give them grants. So they kind of struck a deal. It's like, what if we try to weaponize this? Yes. Yes. What if we right. try to make weapons? And everyone's saying, like, this is pretty fucked up that you're y- using this tech because what happens is it kind of ties they didn't exactly say soul, but they they like basically it the like these um robotic attachments tie mm-hmm. directly into you as a person. And it can corrupt you, like, and it could potentially kill you because, like, the, the, like this, you know, have, you have this kind of cybernetic kind of virus or whatever. You like this sure. stuff weighing heavily on your body, and it like mm-hmm. basically sucks your life force out of you. That's where they're mm-hmm. going with it, right? So they're like, it's pretty fucked up. You're building these weapons that can also kill the pilots, but we yeah, have, yeah, we have this older doctor character saying it's like, I don't want to do this, but this can save people. We need to show that it can work. So mm-hmm. it's a very twisted means to her ends, but it's like she wants to save lives, so you can't complain. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. Like, and her name, by the way, is uh, Cardo. Cardo is yeah. the uh, is the doctor, and she's like this older woman. Uh, the uh, Eric calls her like grandma or like mm-hmm. um, what whatever. She calls like her Baba, the older yeah. woman character. Yeah, Baba, who does like the who does all the science stuff and all like the building and whatnot. And right. She oversees pretty much everything that goes on at this like space facility that they all live in. Yeah. But yeah, she's uh, mainly driving the project, and uh, yeah the the interesting thing about this was that there was a bit of a a bit of a flash between life at the space station versus life on earth because there's yes. also the these councils talking or like senators or yes. whatever have you lawmakers in rooms figuring out like okay lobbyists now yeah. what do we what do we do about this gunned problem uh do yeah. we take them all out do we kind of uh let them be and give them funding and i think there was a bit of a discussion there but it, yes. it seems like they ultimately decide which is i guess the first big conflict here uh to eliminate all of them so um, we get some stuff before that i have to backtrack to a little bit oh please because, yeah please do. because again the, looking back i didn't really think about this while i was watching but this thing does mm-hmm. a great juxtaposition of going light dark light dark 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 mm-hmm. little light mm-hmm. very dark mm-hmm. that's kind of the i guess you say tonal pacing of the show or the mm-hmm. tonal alignment because 
we have um Elnora and Nadim, her husband. Both of them like have attachments, like you know, gun related attachments. So they're both like trying to pilot these mechs, and so they're about to have a very they're just trying to do the most innocent thing, ha- like celebrate Eric's birthday. And then that's when we get the scene of like this one guy in particular mm-hmm. coming up and saying, you know, this, we can't, we can't allow this to happen. They are killing people. They're creating weapons designed to kill and that, that can kill the pilots. It's like, there's so much more going on than that. Okay. Yeah, right. But, but fine. But this guy's clearly a dictator and also, or not the dictator, but also I think one of the cool undercurrents that I got, it's like, <clears throat> they don't want people building superior weapons than their own. So, mm-hmm. so they're mm-hmm. basically getting government approval to wipe out these people developing these weapons. Yep. And that's yep. where the, and that's where the end of Ava comparison comes in. One of many, because suddenly we shift to the end of Ava where, um, nerve is getting uh, bombarded. And suddenly these guys are charging with machine guns, just killing all these characters we got a small glimpse of already mm-hmm. and like you know everyone who was celebrating you know Eric's um birthday a couple of minutes ago or like or like saying hi to her are getting gunned down brutally it's like yeah no yeah and you know they they did a really good job within like whatever the 20 minutes was of this like 23 yeah of making of making you feel very sad when that did happen mm. and i also did feel that uh it had a lot of end of ava towards it because of that those whole scenes of um, Sele yeah. and like governments like coming yeah. into Nerve and stop just burning yeah. down everybody. Yeah, and th- it felt very much like that. And we have to stop them from developing these weapons and stop them from right. you know, destroying humanity. And they're like, and but everybody that's working on these gunned projects is like, we have to keep developing our technology to save humanity mm-hmm. um, instead of destroy humanity. So they're nobody's agreeing. They're both thinking completely different wavelengths, and yep. it just leads to them it's and Nerve but, and Sele. Yeah, Nervin Sele. And the guy that runs the um uh the earth uh politics, I guess, is uh Delling Rembrandt is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He kinda looks like the, the male character in Tangled. I forget his name, but it's like <laughs> ah! the, the guy with the sword. That's a great comparison. Kinda looks like him. Cool. Uh but yeah, he he gives the order, as you said, and like there's a whole raid basically on this space base that of of for Gund and the whole time, everybody's like getting into their Gundams and being like, "Okay, we gotta fight them. We gotta fight them." Yeah. And you notice this time, and I, I once again stop me if any of this has happened before in any Gundam series. But um, during the fights, like the fights are going on, like the Gund yeah. uh, people are fighting, like the the Earth people. Yeah. And the, the Gund people, when they're in the Gundams, have like this red like patchiness that appears on their face whenever they're like doing something strenuous in the Gundam. <laughs> See, this is unique to the series because that's the gu- that that's the drawback of Gund. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's what that's that's how like, yep. That's like the Gund project weighing heavily on them and slowly killing mm-hmm. them. So yeah, that's where the because whole... as they pilot these things, they're dying. Essentially. Yeah, exactly, because it's just so much that weighs on the body. It's like you know, again, akin to like an Ava sink rate, where like you know you right. feel the pain of your Ava. So right. So it's very akin to that. It's very unique. This is very. It's I don't remember it really happening. It might have happened in some of the other. Um, standalone Gundams that I haven't seen but to my knowledge and, and recollection no this is very unique to the series which I loved and again yeah. you can draw obvious comparisons to Evangelion but mm-hmm. that's like me saying hey I like I like Cheddar and Cheddar Jack Cheese you know very similar but I love them both basically and the same but you know they're both good they're both and amazing but again, I feel like one more, yeah it just adds like a little extra you it, know it adds so much dimension to it because yeah you, to cause the you pilots because you have these pilots slowly dying 
I'm suddenly remembered of one Power Ranger series where the Titanium Ranger was getting consumed by a giant, like, he was stricken with a disease, and every time he morphed, it would slowly kill him. Yeah, yes. I'm getting reminded of that very yes. much. I got, I got to talk to Adam about that later. In a, in it's a, a lot of that. It's a lot of that kind of stuff. Like, uh, oh man, like it reminds me of in Pokemon when you use takedown and then you get like a little recoil, recoil. Yes. or something like that. Yeah, it's like the recoil damage, but it's just far more significant in this case. It's like and it can kill you. Exactly. And the the crazy thing about this battle, the space battle, is that the the uh, gunned uh, soldiers are, you know, like. A lot of the time, sure, they're getting killed by the enemy, but a lot of the time they're also dying themselves from just yes. trying too hard, yes. which is crazy to think about that they're risking their lives. And then, like, I think there's a couple scenes where somebody's like, oh, no, like, I got to go. I got to keep fighting. And then they keep fighting. Mm. They defeat their enemy, but they die, too, because yeah. they just just gave too much energy. There, there was a blonde woman. I forget her name, but she died fighting Wendy. with Nadine. Wendy. I Wendy. I remember now because I because I actually said Wendy when she died. I'm like, this is only 23 minutes. <laughs> this show fucking got me in 23 minutes, and I'm sad that Wendy died. Yep. And now, now I'm just gonna have to live the rest of my life watching this show, knowing that my waifu died in the prologue. But speaking of waifus here, I'm reminded a lot of Oscar of Oscar Langley Soryu because mm -hmm. when Eric was running, basically when the entire like. Uh, siege was happening eric just got out and she was running around again she was she basically went to go yell at the gundam because her mom couldn't break through to level 33 in the sink rate mm -hmm. and she was calling the gundam a meanie which is a very adorable scene happening so while cute. people are getting gunned down so Lenora finds her and they pull an oscar and throw her in the robot to keep her safe right so what happens while elnora is like trying to get everything situated Eric just starts talking to the robot as, like, a four-year-old child would. You know, she starts talking to the computer. It's like, hi, my name is this, 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 and that. She starts going out about herself. She starts asking the computer questions, which leads to the most heartbreaking scene. And it um it ate me and the YouTube comment section up hard. All the comments were, like, a lot of the comments were about this one scene. Ooh. It wasn't even this one scene, this one shot. So eventually Elnora gets in the, gets in the Gundam. It's not called a Gundam, but it's a Gundam. Right. She gets she gets in there and level 33 is broken. The sync mm -hmm. rate has been reached. And she's like, how is this possible? And then it cuts to her eyes. Her eyes are super wide and they're bugging out hard. Yeah. Because she sees the name of the pilot. It's not her. It's her daughter. Yep. Basically, yep. and people are theorizing about why, but basically the robot chose her to be the pilot. Yes, because, yeah, that's what happened. I mean, her sync rate was way higher. It broke the level that her mom was trying to break. And yep. all she was doing was just sitting there. <laughs> so. And just talking to the robot. Yeah. And, and then it it was... It, then, so basically, um, they take the Gundam out. And while, um, basically, Eric is just playing with the screen, touching things, and slaughtering all, like, the people trying to kill him. She's saving yep. everybody. Mm -hmm. And you can see, like, the gun thing taking over her face. And her mom is like almost inconsolable just watching, you know, watching her daughter save the day, but knowing she just signed her up for death. Yeah. And also the, the crazy part about this scene about yeah. um, Eric's like killing all these people is that yeah. she does not necessarily know that she's making no, she's she's committing no mass murder. No. She does not know that she's uh, in a war killing these people. She thinks she's kind of playing a game. Exactly. And so like she she looks up 
at her mom at one point and she's like, mom, like, am I doing well? And, and her mom's like, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she like very hesitantly because like her, her like four year old daughter is just clean and house right right now. Clean and house, and just but killing dudes. But like the situation gets a little hairy again. And then Nadim, the father says, get the hell out of here. The two of you need to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he sacrifices himself while singing happy birthday to his daughter in a haunting scene, you know, oh. just just praying that his daughter and wife can go on and live as he just sacrifices himself. And again, I felt it hard when that happened. And I scrolled down to the comments because it was on YouTube. This premiered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least it was put on the Gundam official YouTube channel. Clever bastards. And then all the comments are like, okay, yo, the happy birthday got me. That was it. Was either yeah. it was either the shot of Elnora's eyes or the happy birthday at the end that got that wrecked a lot of people. Yeah, and and that's where this prologue ended. We have this conflict where like the Earth government, like some members of the Earth government, are chasing down the people who developed the Gun Project. There, the Gun Project is trying to fight for humanity and also like make life better for space kind. There's an element of the classism, racism, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure will get further expanded upon. I'm sure. And basically, we know, we already know that Eric is our main character because her, her, but she's older. She's probably like a, te- a young teenager. Right. She, she's going to be the main character because people were freaking out the first time ever a female Gundam pilot will be the lead. Because we never had this a This is fem- the first time ever, really? For a female lead, yeah. There's really? Been, there's been tons of female Gundam wow. pilots, but they've never been the main character. Damn. So now we actually have a female lead for Gundam, and basically, from what I could tell, the title, the entire reaction to from Japan and the world, Don's like, it's about fucking time we didn't do this yet. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> like that, this hasn't happened yet. That's weird. Gundam has been going on since the nineteen seventies. Yes, in seventy nine. So we finally have that, and that's that was the appetizer. That's like the here you go. Yeah. This, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we just cooked a little something up for you. Yeah, you could, you could, you could nosh on that for a little while while we, before we get the series out. And, um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. It was just really good. Because here's the thing: basically, in this analogy, imagine, imagine like knowing you're getting mozzarella sticks, but once they come out, they're the most gourmet, well seasoned, fried things of your life, and the most delicious marinara dipping sauce you could imagine. And so you're left there with a near taste orgasm and you just cannot wait for the main course. That's where I am right now. Mm-hmm. This this podcast episode is already longer than the episode of the show we talked about. So <laughs> I was actually thinking the same thing because it was like 23 minutes um, and they got so much accomplished in that time. And I feel like I've said that they thing really before, did. but for this one, for in one single like 23 episode. minute batch. Yeah. They communicated so much. I feel like what was cool about this episode is that I could very easily see them starting this series. Yeah. And then w- without having this episode, right? And then starting the series and doing flashbacks to like this episode. Right. But I like this episode, how it was like, this is the one thing that everything is going to be based on for the rest of the show. This is the and starting point. we all point. know what happened. Exactly. Um, I feel like a lot of shows have you know, these moments are like a prologue or like they talk about the show before the show even right, started right, right. and, you know, like everybody's past and whatnot. This gave us a good glimpse of what that past is for all of these characters, kind of how things were, how life was and how it exactly. got eradicated. 
Yeah, about exactly. Space, this, space. It's like they showed us the spark before the fire. You know what I mean? Right. Which is really cool. They showed us that one little right. moment that set everything off. So mm-hmm. now the whole series is going to be dealing with this aftermath. And like I said, I'm pretty sure episode three or four is, I think it's actually episode three, is debuting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm pumped. So have I have you a proposition. Have watched the first two yet? I haven't watched them yet. Oh. I was, I, like I said, I was waiting for the, because now I'm, I'm so accustomed to doing three episode rules and I really enjoy watching three episodes of anime at a time. So now I wait till the third week of a season before I watch anything. I've just got so accustomed to it. That's so, great. And it's great because now like all the mystery is gone. And exactly. Now it's bingeable. Now you can be like, oh, let me, let me knock these boys out. Cause it's only an hour. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's only an hour and change with every, if you do, if you skip the um, intros and outros. So, right. Which I, I do for the second and third episodes always. I always watch them in the beginning, then I skip them mm-hmm. if need be. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a real banger. And then, then I'm like, okay, you know what we're going to... You know what I usually do? I watch the first... I, I give the intro, like, its first episode, and I'm like, okay, cool, that was mm-hmm. a good intro. I skip it, skip it, skip it. Then at the end of the season for the last episode, I run the intro again. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, you know what? Let, let it have its day one more time. Yeah, let's, let's let's have it. Let's have it. Let's, right, have, it. let's, let's have a time let's in the see sun. What we've been missing, you know. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean. Oh, sorry. What was your proposition that you wanted to bring up? You want to do a three episode rule on this puppy? Yeah, of course. Well, we're gonna do it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? We'll keep up with it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I, I I have a lot of promise for this one, and I, I guess it's yeah. gonna be the first official Gundam series that I watch. Um, mm-hmm. And for that, it left a good impression on me. You know, I, I feel like I've heard you talk about, it and I've heard people. On the internet, and actually, there's this guy in my building who comes. Uh, I believe he does something in maintenance um, or like contracts or something like that. But he comes out once in a while, and he mm-hmm. has a YouTube channel that's all dedicated to Gundam. Really? And like specific stats on Gundams and whatnot, and specific like it's actually very incredible. I oh, think he's got so cool. some like crazy math degree or something, and he just does all this crazy math and like that's spreadsheets so freaking about awesome. Gundam and like does all these yeah, calculations. Yeah. I'll get the channel name for you next time. Please do. Um, but every time I run into him, I'm like, hey, how's it going, man? And he's like, hey. And he like isn't really down to talk ever. And then anytime I'm like, so uh, like I, I, I ran into him right after I watched this prologue. I was like, see the uh, Gundam prologue? He was like, yeah, dude, holy shit. It was so good. Did you see the movie? And I was like, no, I didn't see the movie. He's like, oh, you gotta see the movie. This movie's so good. <laughs> so good. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, man. And then he just goes on for like 20 minutes. So That's once awesome. you get him talking, he just keeps talking. Yeah, um, yeah. So I got to get that channel name for you. He's a cool guy. And um, Please yeah, do. I, seeing how like the fan base is for Gundam and uh, knowing that, you know, there have been some times when the series hasn't exactly lived up to the hype, but there right. have been other times when it completely just exploded. Exceeds it, yeah. Um, I think I've come in at a pretty good time where I this think you one came in. You came in right, right when it was good. kind of a fever pitch, and everyone's anticipating yeah. something. Everyone's excited, mm-hmm. so this is a this is a good time to come into this franchise and really get to enjoy it, especially with the season a season on the ground level like this, which is such yeah. a rare opportunity. So listen, it's always a good time to come and come hard. Yeah, it's bad. Wow, oh my god, what a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you can leave a 
comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on. We'll read them all anyways. We don't care. I love you. Kiss, kiss. Simple Equations Podcast Network.